0: everybody garbage time basketball podcast in the house i'm your point guard this week rodney e as per usual i've got my uh, regular offside as matt
1: g'day mates uh g'day boys how's it going merry yeah, uh, christmas i'm uh, pretty good mates yeah uh, go on, going going all right
0: to you merry christmas to you you've just moved and everything as well so uh, hope that's all settling down there for you in the uh, the old b-town
1: yeah, uh, It went as smoothly as it possibly could, I think. But, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It's good to be here, and I'm looking forward to talking some Christmas hoops.
0: Yeah, we will talk a bit of Christmas hoops. And the other side there, Frank, the Oracle, what's
2: going on, mate? How are you? How you doing, boys? Merry Christmas to you all. And, uh Merry Christmas to you too, mate. Yeah, just glad it's uh, it's all done and dusted, and uh, get back right. to watching some more games. And glad to see Matt is back from Boston, That's which it, he yeah.
0: <laughs> has no idea about because he wouldn't have heard it.
2: I don't have any idea to what you're referring to, but
1: uh, I-, I said you fuck you were- were in advance.
0: <laughs> That's accurate because I said you had spotted the icebreak truck on the Nepean were- Highway. And on the <laughs> Nepean Highway, and you were. Trailing it OJ style down the Highway.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, just that. There's actually the icebreak ad. Like you remember, you remember that icebreak ad where they're going along <laughs> yeah, the, the freeway. Yeah. Then they use toilet plungers to like jump onto the back of the truck and.
0: I have directly plagiarised that without even knowing.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Good on me. Kid. Yeah, a good, good, good ad. Great ad.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was yeah. more so you, you know, on your way to the airport throwing empty icebreak bottles, hitting the cop cars and going to Boston and trying to get a job there, you know, putting the nets up on, on the rims, and but you realise there's no fucking ice break over there, so you're going, fuck these cunts and I'm back home.
0: Yeah, no icebreak yeah. in uh, in Boston, uh, Massachusetts there. they There's
2: no equivalent?
1: There's no, like, equivalent drink. Over well, obviously there. I, that's, would obviously would you settle that's for equivalent,
0: though? That that's why you're back Matt.
1: It's a monumental task to try and top Icebreak. But I would give I'll let him have a go.
0: Well obviously they failed because you're back here with us. Uh um, <laughs> no luck uh, with the uh, uh the net technician uh, position down down there either in the TD garden.
1: Well, the, judging by today's <laughs> <laughs> But today's okay. game We'll,
0: we'll touch, uh, we'll touch on no. We're going to touch on every team We're going to go on every team On a new segment I like to call Hope or Nope
1: Do you see hope?
0: It's still unthinkable isn't it? All right. So let's uh let's uh let's go let's start with the uh, absolute worst fucking team in the league and that is the Houston Rockets. Uh hope or nope, Matt?
1: Well, uh, it's, it's a hard one. That's a hard one. I think you'd have to side on the Well, they're not going so
0: well at the moment. They're 10 and 25. Yeah. Still still no John Wall.
1: Yeah. No, I would have to say it right now as we as we speak, nope.
2: Frankie, what about you? Yeah, short term nope, long term you'd say hope.
1: So
0: hope, as in five years from now, or
2: yeah, I, I mean it, it depends how <laughs> the how the, the young players keep improving their game, and you know it also depends on who who Houston signs within free agencies. Yeah, I mean they're definitely a long term prospect.
0: They've got to offload that John Wall contract or get him to play, one or the other.
2: Oh, he's gone in a year or two anyway. I think it, it finishes up. So
0: I'm going to say nope. We'll base base it on, uh, on on this season. I'm going to say Houston Rockets. Nope.
1: Yeah, hard next, nope. Ne- yeah. Next hope.
0: team uh, is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hope or nope? Matt?
1: Well, I think you'd have to say hope. I think. I think that even though they're losing and probably losing just as much as the what, what's their what's their record? They're probably losing just as much as the Rockets. Twelve and right?
0: twenty-two. They are at the moment. Twelve and
1: twenty-two. Yeah, it's the style of basketball they're playing. I mean, they're not winning all that much, but you'd have to say that uh, good things. Uh, I mean, I'd I'd still watch a team with that record. I'd still watch them.
0: They're a funky team to watch, and they yeah. won more games than a lot of people would have expected to this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so good young players there, and uh, with uh, and a, and a shit ton more of them incoming,
2: you have to say that uh, there is hope. So you're saying hope, Frank? Yeah, I'm saying hope.
0: Hope for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder.
2: They got a good young core, and you know, and with the future draft picks they... Have got if they're happy with you know Shea and uh Dort and Giddy, um, you know, they can all they'll be able to trade some of those draft picks and get the players to surround the, the young core too. So, there's, I, I, yeah, definitely hope. Next team is the New Orleans Pelicans,
0: still stands.
1: Nope, nope. <laughs> don't, even, don't even finish that sentence.
0: Right. I, can, I, I can tell you guys are getting the hang of this. Still no <laughs> still no Zion, of course. No n- real news on him to see. I, I don't think he plays again this year, so I'm going to say nope too. Yeah, yeah, they, nah, they're, 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 they should, yeah no, they're gone. No hope. In my opinion, they should trade Ingram and, and let him have a chance with some team that's competing in the playoffs at least.
1: Yeah, he's, they've got a couple assets there, and uh, now's the time to use them.
0: Yes. Next... Team is unfortunately for you, Matt. The Pointland Blazers. hope or nope, mate.
1: Uh, nope. Oof. It's is just hard to say, but uh, yeah, nothing. I mean, I watched the game today that they played against. Uh, they play against the Jazz, and they were just thoroughly, thoroughly outplayed on every. I mean, and there, there's no, nothing in the on in the future that really says. Uh,
0: <laughs> does <laughs> Doesn't look good for the Blazers. I saw that game on KO as well, and I just thought, you know what, I don't think. I'm going to bother.
1: Yeah. No, that, 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 that is the correct assumption. Lilith is obviously playing. Uh, he's injured, but also I think he's having his loyalty, you know, he's uh, tested tested a lot. And I don't blame him at all. So I would say big nope. It's time for someone to get busy and start doing something there. But uh, they don't seem to be wanting to do that. Horrible.
2: So, Late. Nope. Yeah. hope or nope? Nope. The same there, uh, you know, they had a real good run the last couple of years with the team that they had, and it's just not working for them anymore. So they've got to hire a new GM and fucking clean out house perhaps and take it from there. You know, trade Lillard, trade McCallum, well, who knows. It's but, um yeah, the bottom, they, they just sweep
1: that joint, mate. Uh, you could probably keep uh, Billups, I think, just to give him a shot because, he's you know, he hasn't really had his team. New coach. Probably deserves a opportunity with his yeah that's right yeah yeah like he, he needs a chance to put it, put a team together
0: yeah I'm going to say nope for the Blake
1: for the Blakers, Blakers. The, the Blakers <laughs> that's
0: actually uh, an unintended joke on on the Blazers I'll say nope I don't see any hope this year for them at all I don't think they can improve their position from where they are and possibly they'll get worse next team is the Sacramento Kings no nope. who. Let me just say this. Had a pretty exciting finish to when they played the Mavs on the buzzer. Chimese Mutu on the buzzer. What a finish. And who look, I've got to just...
1: Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. on. Who does he play for though? He plays for the Kings. Right. He's one of these guys. <laughs> Good on you, Cheese Mut. Cheese <laughs> mo- Mut. Mutson, what's, his, what's his name? What's his name? Cheese Mooseballs. Right. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Uh, you know. Well done. That's <laughs> the best
0: thing that's happened for the Kings all year. That's how shit they've been. Like, it's nope for me, for the Kings. You yeah, know, terrible. People, yeah, big nope. People yeah. throwing up on the court. Uh, Luke Walton shouldn't have even started the season. Halliburton is, is 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 a decent player, I think. Maybe they try to hang on to him and build a team, but,
2: yeah, otherwise, nope. Uh, no, no. That, that, they were fucked five years ago. They're still fucked now. That's it. Same ownership, same cheap bastards running. Same shit, different day. Fuck.
0: Fuck them. Fuck the Kings. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the Sydney Kings over the Sacramento Kings. Alvin Gentry was uh, uh, annoyed recently as well. Didn't he come out in the media and just trash everybody on these teams that they didn't, didn't even try?
1: I think so, yeah. He said that their effort was, was abysmal and, uh, well, it wouldn't be. That's just that game where, the whole, where season. the whole season has been pretty pretty abysmal, which, is again, it's a shame because – we like to say, like when Chicago and New York have good teams, the NBA is more interesting. But when Sacramento has a good team, it just it throws a spanner in the works in that in that in that conference, and uh, it's just everything is way more interesting I when Sacramento has a fucking decent team.
0: Totally, hundred percent. Next team, San Antonio Spurs. Hope or nope, Matt? Hope. I only heard hope.
1: All right. Uh, well, I, I did say hope. <laughs> I said I said hope. So, so that's hope. Hope. That's for the ha- Spurs. Yes. Why? Why? Well, I think they've got some good young players in the backcourt there. I think they've started to come on recently in D- the last D- John uh, week Murray, or two. Dejounte
0: Murray, he's he's the man down there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Landale has has managed to finally, you know, uh, after you know some false starts and some bad luck, get in there and he's playing decent minutes. He's playing uh, and and being very very efficient and, and effective. Uh, yeah, I I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. And, and I think oh, sorry to cut you off there, Frank, but I think that's a uh, pop. It's it's shown that. Maybe Pop isn't done. Like you know, like uh, I think that he can pivot, change his style, and be successful. So, well, well, I guess we'll we'll see in the rest of the season.
0: Just before you go, Frank, Pop is about to pass Don Nelson as the all-time winningest NBA coach. Right? He's about ten wins off,
2: as we record this. Well, did not know that, but that shows you like Pop's been in the fucking Pop's been coaching in Spurs for fucking decades now. Yeah. What about how about this? What
0: what would you say? that Greg Popovich is coaching total overall winning percentages as a coach?
2: Ooh, uh I'd say 66.
1: I'd say 70, 75%. You're going to say 75?
2: Yeah. That's fucking fairly high, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've had so many winning years, though. Like the, the first few years that, do you mean uh, win-lose percentage overall in his career? Yeah, yeah. It's, I'd, I'd say about mate 70, 75. seventy five. He's been successful for so long. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say he's about sixty eight, but I'm um, saying that for the Spurs, I'm saying nope. Just okay. that they do have some good players, but it's they're rebuilding. They've just started to rebuild, so they're slowly getting there. But for this season, nope they're, oh, yeah. they're no, putting I, some I, good I, wins together every now and then but they're just not consistent. yeah that's true that's true that's a, that's
1: a hallmark of a of a young team but I, I here's the sort of what how I judge it by if they're rebuilding if they've got some players who have got potential and they're all content like they're really playing hard they like then they, you know they, they're going to be inconsistent but if they're playing hard getting uh you know behind uh, their coach you know playing and buying in to their coach's philosophy
0: 23 years Greg Popovich that's how long he's been coaching. Oh, and wow. his overall uh, win-loss, 1,324 wins, 672 losses, as we record this today, December 30. And that gives him an overall winning percentage of 66%. So you were...
1: You were right on the almost, right on the nose there, Frank.
0: Frank, you were almost spot on with that. I would have said lower. I would have said 58 to 60% overall for his coaching
2: career. But he's actually higher than that. That's incredible. I reckon. Um, I, was, I was going to say there's not many coaches that are above 70%. No. Nah. Well, how, how many times has he had a, a losing season? Not many. He is. like You've consistency in fucking the college dictionary and that is his face.
1: Like the first few seasons he started coaching in the last few seasons, that's like, what, four or five seasons maybe. Out of 20, that's outstanding.
0: He's overall maybe the best coach we've ever seen in the NBA.
2: Yeah. Well, apparently he's supposed to be ste- he's apparently stepping down this season and Duncan's going to take over. He's already stepped down as the Team USA coach. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see what happens.
0: I think the Spurs are a nope this season, but... They're in that mix with a couple of these other teams we're going to talk about next, you know, 7-10 to 10 in the Western Conference. So they could still potentially make a play in the Spurs. I could see them making a play in game. They might sneak into the playoffs, but they won't. I don't think they do anything further uh, than that. The next team there is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hope
1: or nope, Matt? Well, I can't really – I haven't seen one Timberwolves game – this season. All I've seen is some
0: highlights. Carl Carl Anthony Tones. Anthony. (laughs) Anthony Anthony Jordan or something his name is.
1: Uh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Dwayne
0: Russell. He's on the team. Don't know why an Australian is on the team, but he's there.
1: Yeah, I mean going by very little but going by the highlights and going by the record and what they did last season, you'd have to say that uh, there is a glimmer of hope. Okay, so you give them a slight hope.
2: Give them a, just a sliver of hope. Sliver. Yeah. Frank, sliver of hope? Oh, sl- yeah, sliver. I mean they got the yeah, they they got the young You're core really there
0: say but nope. You're really saying nope?
2: Yeah, it's such a hard call. You, you don't know what you're going to get. They're like fucking Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You don't know who you're going to get on some days. It's
0: true. COVID's hit them pretty hard at the moment too. A lot of players out. But, you know, they're, they're from what I saw, they played a game against Boston, beat them, of course, because... They just let everyone beat them because they're shit. All those guys play really hard. I had no idea who they were. Nathan Knight, yes. Yeah. Someone McLaughlin.
1: Man, a, lo- a lot of people are complaining about COVID and everyone being out with COVID, and people are whinging and making excuses and stuff like that. But uh, saying it's terrible. My, my 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 view is is all these pe- all these other people from the G League, all these other people who aren't in the league get a shot, and we get to see. It's good. Uh, yeah, I think it's good to see all these young, untested people come in and uh, and sometimes veterans like Lance Stevenson and stuff. Like It's crazy that Lance Stevenson isn't in the league somewhere. Oh,
0: Greg Monroe? Yeah. Yeah, he just come
1: back. How, how are they not Joe in the Johnson? league somewhere? You know what I mean? Like- I
0: saw Joe's back. Yay. Put him out there, please. Celtics, someone who can score. Fuck you. <laughs> not up to them yet, though. Let's talk about the Lakers. Hope or nope, Matt. Come on. Really, it, no, is, it, no, 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 no hope. Fuck well, LeBron. A- he fucking he sweated. He fucking kicked his leg out.
1: In that I game. haven't seen I haven't I haven't seen what you're referring the Grizzlies, to, but
0: they <laughs> played the Grizzlies today. Yep. He kicked his fucking leg out. Now I'll I'll circle back to this at the end of recording. But he kicked his leg out
2: and the refs didn't do shit. So just so you know what happened, Matt, is towards the end of the game LeBron went for a three and he kicked his leg out. Uh, the defender hit his leg because of that was Kyle Kyle
0: Anderson was was guarding him went out to to contest, contest his three and the Lakers were down too so they needed it they needed him to shoot it in Kyle Anderson jumped him. the only contact that was made was LeBron's leg coming out yep. right frank is that accurate
2: yeah, that's accurate.
0: And so, refs called a foul on Kyle Anderson. It got challenged by the Grizzlies. Grizzlies challenged it, and the refs come back and say, "Challenge successful. The ball was loose when the foul was called, so it's a jump ball."
1: Mm, yeah.
0: No foul on LeBron? Are you are you kidding me? Like you you got the call wrong. Make it right. And as far as I'm aware, kicking your leg out and making contact with the defender during your shot motion. If that's the contact, if you're initiating the contact that way, that's a foul on you. That's an offensive foul, right?
1: Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, again, I can't really speak to, in this instance, I haven't I have not, haven't seen it. Look, man, uh, the Lakers, they're always going to be good. But there never
0: some hope for the Lakers then?
1: Well, no, I don't know. No, I think here's the thing is that you judge them with a different set of rules than you would say another team, I think. I think that there, there's no hope for the future. Maybe there's some hope in the short term, but I don't I don't think there's any hope for them in the future. That and they've dug their own grave basically by yeah, relying on LeBron.
0: They've effectively built an aged care facility in <laughs> the Staples Center. That's what they've done. I mean, yeah, they're going to gas at the end of the year,
1: yeah, but they've failed to put a decent team around them as well. Like you look at other teams that have had people out and injuries and stuff like the Clippers, uh, every team, and they've managed to keep it together and play really well. And all these excuses about we haven't played together, there's no chemistry and all that. I just think it's all for the birds, mate. It's all bunk. It's uh, bunk. You know, it's in all likelihood LeBron will go crazy and carry them into the
2: playoffs. But now, nah,
1: for me,
0: no hope. For me, no hope. Not even this year. Fuck the Lakers,
2: Frank. Yeah, no hope. They're um if they're gonna get in the playoffs, it'll be a play-in. They've got no chemistry. I mean, with the players, they do have technically should be hope, but there is none. The coach is shit. The players they've got a random shit. Fucking whisperick, fucking no IQ, bad decisions, fucking Davis is playing like shit. LeBron, even though he's he's got the numbers not influential. I watched the game between the Lakers and the Bulls before Christmas, and LeBron played well. He's got to play well on both sides of the court. DeRozan hit an 18-footer over him with 52 seconds left in the game, which pretty much sealed the game. In LeBron six. just put his arm up. He didn't can try to contest it. He did not try to play any defense. He just put his arm up, and that's all he did. It was like, well, fuck, you know, you're supposed to be the leader of the team. You, you've got to be playing hard. doesn't matter how old how old you are or anything like that. Fucking play. So I'm giving them no hope. They're fucked. Fuck off. I agree.
0: Next team on the list is the Dallas Mavericks. Now, this is a bit of a tough one for me. I'm going to say hope for them to, you know, maybe make the second round of the playoffs. I don't know if they're a conference finalist team, though, even with Doncic doing his thing there. Although Porzingis has been playing well. Their schedule looks pretty good, I think, in the next little while. They could move up a bit. I give them hope. Matt?
1: Uh, no hope. That's it? Yeah, that's uh, look. Uh, I, I don't like uh, where the team is going. Basically, I think that uh, I don't know the lack of leadership at that club has let Dončić uh, basically
0: name? Luke, Luke Donkey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that—that's exactly what I said. Uh,
0: that's although that's—that's that's what I heard. Uh, I'm not sure if it's what you said.
1: I don't know, man. I don't think that like a guy shooting fucking step back threes every fucking time is. I'm not a big th- fan
0: of of his of his game, to be honest. I, I'm really not, and I, I think he tries to work the refs way too much. He should shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, I don't like the team. Chem- like I don't like the team they got, man. I don't. I- Josh Green. Well, he had, he had 10 assists, didn't he, today? Or yesterday, I think it was. And uh, he, I think that when he's been on, he's been playing well in the... You know, like, he's doing, been doing what he can.
0: He's kind of like an undersized four or a big three. He's good. He's, he comes out and he's, like, immediately effective. Very good defensively. Like, he's got good defensive instincts. It's some hope for maybe a second-round playoff appearance, but that's about as far as they go with...
2: Now they're getting bounced first round, man. Frank, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm saying nope as well. I mean, there's, so, there's only so much... Doncic can do. Yes, uh, Pazingas has been playing better, but outside of Pazingas, there's not much around him to go any further. So not until they get a good team around him, they're not going to go far at all. Yeah, they're
0: pretty much hitting their ceiling now, right?
2: Yeah, even if even if Pazingas has a really good season this year, I don't think they'll go that far. They'll be, yeah, they might reach the second round depending on who they're playing. Even that's a bit of a stretch.
0: The LA Clippers, hope or note, Matt? I'm saying nope. Nope. No Kawhi, PG, uh, Paul George has just gone out. Yeah, I'd nope. say nope. Nope. you got an ancient Serge Ibaka running around.
1: Every game is them like standing around waiting for Kawhi to come back. You know, nope. Nope. Frank? Yeah, nope
2: for me too.
0: Denver
1: Nuggets. For me, it's still hope. And I still back Jokic
0: winning the MVP overall in the league.
2: He's been playing off his tits. Yeah, he's been playing
1: great, and they've been decimated too. And yeah, no man, they're still getting it's getting scrapping together wins and stuff like that. I'd, I'd have to. I'm with you. I think that there is slight hope there. I think, especially if they can gather some momentum from now on in.
2: Is Murray Drew back this year? It's still really
0: up in the air whether it. it's an ACL. So I reckon I don't think he comes back this year. I think they'll run with pretty much what they got. They might try to pick up somebody, you know, who's a second scorer for them. They might try to do that with some trades. I like that team. I love Jokic. He plays like Larry Bird. I love watching him, and so I give him hope. Memphis Grizzlies. Jar Morant has recently returned. Played insane. 41 today. Six out of six from the three-point line. His shooting has improved. They got Desmond Bang. Bang. I
1: love yeah, how, I love
0: Bane. Bane. I love how Bane calls. He doesn't say Batman. He says Batman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it is you, Batman. Yeah, that, that, that is cool. That
0: does not understand.
1: Yeah, no, I give the Grizzlies hope, man. I uh, I like the way they play. They're exciting. You hope, They're man. youthful. I hope they go real deep in the playoffs.
0: Could do conference final potential, maybe.
2: Yeah,
1: I hope so. I hope so.
0: Frank,
2: hope. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, they they got the team. They got the talent. They just need some experience in the playoffs, and uh, you know, and then yeah. you know, they'll, they'll be fine. They've got a good team there.
0: They fight, scrap hard. They count themselves. Jardis keeps getting better. These other guys are coming up now, Bain, Dylan Brooks, and Valentinus there does a solid job. No one really talks about him, but he's in there every night getting double-doubles, so they're good. Big hope and, for me.
2: And as bad as it sounds, it's it's a bit of a good thing that Morant did get injured because it gave the other, team, the other players a chance to step up and, you know, this is what I can do. And now they've got the confidence, and now they can. Morant comes back and they can fucking just keep team rolling.
0: Deep team, could do damage in the playoffs. Next team is the Utah Jazz.
2: Yeah, hope. I think there's uh, hope
1: this season. But I think that uh, this is the mountaintop. This is it. Like if they don't, you know, win the championship this season, then I think they're, it's time to blow it up. It's time to, you know. Break up the band. Yeah, yeah. But I think definitely, I mean, they're, they're going under the radar. They're winning games. They're sort of not getting much buzz. They kind of
0: always do. Utah, yeah. they just yeah. they just motor along, winning games. They still launch a shitload of threes and make a good percentage. That's partially why their offense is
1: yeah, good and good defense. They play good defense, so uh, I think there's a whole a whole heap of hope for the for the Jazz.
0: Big hope. Could they win? Could they make finals?
2: Yes, yes, they could. Frank. Yep, yeah, definitely hope they could make the finals if they stay healthy. I mean, barring COVID, but if they can stay healthy, they can make the finals.
0: That kind of goes without saying with all these teams because they could all potentially be hit. Although some teams have probably been hit harder earlier in the season. So you would expect those teams to not get hit as hard later. Like Utah is one of those teams that has barely had any people out due to the health and safety protocol. So they could get harder hit later down the line, possibly. You don't wish that on any team but it's going through the league at the
2: moment. But well, I think last season they didn't have Mike Conley as well in the playoffs so that definitely hurt him so you know he's crucial for them.
0: He's there and he's fully able to play so deep team could potentially make a NBA finals. Next team is the Phoenix Suns. I am going to say lots of hope for this team. They just have a certain way of playing the game and it's similar with teams like the Grizzlies. They play At speed. Everything's happening real quick, and they'll make a lot of mistakes, but when it comes off and starts clicking, they're they're killing teams. And they had that 18-win streak early in the year. Chris Paul still looks good. DeAndre Ayton improving. they got Mikael Bridges there, who's just like a spider. Balls just stick to his hands. They could win the whole
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. what you said, mate. Uh, Yeah, I'll just underline it and say the Suns uh, could win it. Finely-tuned machine. But I guess, like Frank said, if Chris Paul can stay on the court, then conference finals for sure.
2: They got so deep last year; that would have been a good opener for Booker and DeAndre. That uh, you know that they would have taken a lot on board, and you know they're going to be a lot better because of that. And you know they can go further, and if not win, if Booker and DeAndre keep playing the the way they do and play just a little bit more better, they've carried it
0: on their form from last year. I think.
2: Yeah, well, they had a slow start, but um, yeah, they've they've uh, just switched it on now and going fucking hammer and tongs. Next team is the Golden State Warriors. They're going hammer and tongs. Fucking hammer and tongs.
0: And Clay's not even there yet. He is looking pretty close to returning, as far as I know. Frank, do you know anything more about Clay Thompson?
2: They've earmarked a couple of games, but they reckon within the next three weeks. Because there were rumors
0: flying about that he was going to play on Christmas. Obviously, he didn't play then. But he's
2: he's still coming back, right? There's three games, they're all home games. They were scheduling him in, so they're just taking it as it comes at the moment. He'll, he'll be back before the end of January, I should say.
0: Yeah, so he'll have plenty of impact. Matt, how do you see their big man situation? Because I see that as the biggest weakness with the Golden State Warriors. Looney doesn't cut it. Like he's not going to be able to defend the best big guys. And yeah. there's really no one behind Green on that Warriors squad that they can put in there and rely on to protect the rim. They look particularly vulnerable at the rim at the moment.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I, th- I think there's hope. I feel like this is a team that's built for success in the regular season, but not in the playoffs.
0: Recently, Steph became the all-time leader in the NBA for three-point makes. Yeah. Passing Ray Allen, right?
1: Looking at that list of three-point shooters and stuff like that, you go, wow, there's some great shooters on there, and you you see like how fast he did it and how many games he did it, and you just go, wow, that's how quickly... The, the
0: dude is literally changed the face of the nba a little bit
1: oh for sure hasn't he because totally 100 because- like now because of him you have people who, who can't shoot a link shoot a lick heaving up threes all the time whole
0: defensive strategies new defensive strategies have to be mapped out now right
1: yeah that's that's true he's had he's forced coaches to literally implement new strategy to guard him but I think, as we've seen in the last few seasons, when it gets time to get, get into the playoffs, you need tough inside play. That hasn't changed. Agreed. They don't have that. So Well, they've got
0: Green, but he doesn't cut it. Like, he's not going to get it done for me. He needs help in there.
1: Yeah. They, they need... Like, Especially in, on offense. Yeah, and look, Wiseman for them hasn't worked. I don't know why. Like They need that sort of guy who's like an athletic guy who can sort of be mobile down low. Long story short, there's hope. They get
0: Clay back and he slots back into the starting lineup and starts hitting shots and scores 25 of a game. Do they win the finals? No. That's just with him involved, same team. You're saying they don't win even if he comes in Starts Clay, the lights
1: out. Oh yeah, I think I think that if Clay and yeah, I just don't think they can win with nothing in the middle, even if Clay's there.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I I give them a lot of hope just because like I said if Clay comes slots back in there, fits back into the offense, no problem, starts hitting 20, 25 in games. I think it's too much offense for any team to guard. I give them uh, probably odds on favorite to win uh the finals. I think your dog agrees, Frank. What do you think? Yeah, he's loving the Warriors at the moment. Um, Was that him farting or playing with a yeah, toy?
2: He's fucking playing with a toy again.
0: I thought that might be how his farts sound.
2: Well, uh, unless he's swallowed he's one of them little fucking things, I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, definitely hope for the Warriors. There's, yeah, it's uh, Clay Thompson coming back. you got Wiggins playing well. Porter Jr. had he's, he's starting to find his spot in a team. Gary Payton. You, you mean Will Chamberlain 2.0? Two by no. Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. He's he's starting to find his role within the team, and you know he had to, he hit some crucial shots from him the other day. Yeah, you got Igarawa as well. They're deep. So they, they are deep. They're a lot more deeper than previous years. So they're definitely I'd say the favourites in the West at the moment. Yeah. If I, if I it all goes well, then with with Clay coming back, I put. Phoenix is the team they'll worry about the most. The one thing that people are sleeping on with Golden State is their defense. They do, they're do. they actually a well-drilled yeah. defensive team at the moment, so I think a lot of people don't really take much notice of that.
0: If you look at the way Gary Payton 2 plays on D, that that dude gives you an extra dynamic on D. Like, he's that good to me. Like, he'll just do something incredibly Cool, defensively. And he can finish. Like, he's a good athlete. He's finishing with a dunk or something. Like, I saw in a game recently, he just jumped straight up. Like, from under the rim. Jumped straight up and dunked it in front of uh, Jokic, I think it was.
2: Yeah, but as well, as he's starting he's to score too, which is good. It's not just a defensive presence. He's, you know, becoming a little bit of offensive presence too.
0: I, I agree with you. I think there's big hope. They're the favourites in the West. If they get some sort of force, you know, more serviceable guy than Kevin Looney in the middle, they're a to win it. Absolutely.
1: Do you see
0: hope? So that's the West done. Let's move on to the East. Detroit Pistons. Hope or nope, Matt? Nope. Well, it's a pretty easy nope, right? Cade's good. But the rest of the team sucks. Frank? Yeah, nope. Yeah, it's a big nope. They're the the worst team in the league. Just watch them for Cade Cunningham. He's pretty good to watch. Orlando Magic. Hope or nope, Matt? Nope. They're pretty bad too. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any Orlando Magic games? Uh, I've
1: seen one game, I believe.
0: Where is that Jonathan Isaac's guy? I mean, that dude on that team—it just feels like he disappeared.
1: Yeah, he wasn't playing the game I saw, which was early on in the season, and I have to say it was a pretty nondescript, pretty boring game to be honest. They're, but
0: they're a bit of a ragtag bunch. The uh,
1: yeah, man. yeah, they got a couple of okay players, I think there, but uh, they're kind of—I'm not—I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to go for. But uh, I no. think
0: I think they're going for draft picks. I think they're going for draft picks. Right, Frank, hope or nope.
2: Yeah, nope. I mean, yeah, Wagner's, you know, he's uh, been a good find for him. Franz
0: Wagner.
2: Is that his name? <laughs> oh, Wagner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I don't know if he's German or anything, but... I'm um, pretty sure he is. He scored 38 the other day, so, you know, he's got good potential. But besides from that, the roster's sort of neither um, here or there at the moment.
0: I'm sure you want the squeaking toy in the background when you talk too, don't you? Yeah, give me a sec. <laughs>
2: you might want get- to
0: give Orlando Magic, 7-28. and 28. Hoping to get a high draft pick. The Indiana Pacers. Hope or not, Matt? Nope. 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 Hard nopes? Nope. Big nope. Something stinks down there. I don't know what's going on. I feel like they need to clean it out.
2: Well, that's, yeah, that's, they basically put up the whole team up for trade if they want it. I mean, they could land some good players. They've got some decent players if they, you know, if they offer a package.
0: When Miles Turner shoots the ball, he shoots it about 50 feet in the air. Have you noticed this? No, I haven't seen that.
2: No,
1: I haven't seen that.
0: It, when he shoots from three, the ball goes off frame, like off the TV frame. If he's right. on the far side, he shoots, and the ball disappears for about two seconds, and then it drops back in.
2: It shoots a rainbow.
0: The Atlanta Hawks. Uh,
1: you have to say hope. You got hope, Matt? I do, yes.
0: I'd have to agree. Yeah, I got some hope. What do you base that on, though? Just players returning? They've been really cleaned out by the protocol as well, so they've got a lot of players.
1: Yeah, they do. They, they do, but I think that even with those replacement players, you can tell a lot about a team. I reckon. And when I saw, I saw a couple of games of them when they were had a lot of people out, and they were still really competitive and still played the same way. You know what I mean? They didn't have to go away from really from what they were trying to do originally. And I think that sort of consistency is a good sign. So I think that well, definitely uh, better chances in New York in my mind.
0: Frank, what about uh, Atlanta? You hope or nope?
2: Yeah, definitely hope they've got decent roster on there as, as long as they can get healthy and stay out of COVID, but uh, you know, Cam Reddish is starting to play really well for them. So uh, again, you know, that's the opportunities that COVID has presented to players that wouldn't have got as many minutes. So, you know, it's all it's all going to be good for them. But, uh, yeah, that, that there's hope for them. But um, they've got to start getting some wins together because, yeah, they're, they're under 500.
0: The thing is with the Eastern Conference, once you get to the Indiana, Atlanta, there's only a few wins separating from Cleveland down to Indiana, fifth to th- 13th in the current Eastern Conference. So with a lot of these teams only, you know, go on a little winging streak and they could move up really quick. The team above Atlanta is the Toronto Raptors. Hope or nope, Matt? Nope. I agree with you on that one too. Nope for me. Yeah,
2: nope. Yeah, nope. I'm the same nope.
0: They probably need to just bust that up. They don't really have the pieces there. Uh, What they were doing in previous seasons, not really working now. They don't have the personnel Been hit pretty hard with the protocol, but yeah, I have to agree nope for me the next team is my favorite team in the world the Boston Celtics and I'm gonna just say it right now and say nope because these guys are trying to learn how to play better as a team and I can see them trying to do that I think it could take the rest of the season to turn anything around they probably make the playoffs but I give them absolutely no chance of making any waves in the playoffs this year Matt, what do you reckon of the Boston Celtics? Hope or no?
1: Nope. And it's kind of uh it's kind of maddening in a way, isn't it? Because on paper they have everything they need. They've got a veteran big, they've got an athletic big guy that's real good inside. They've got a whole bunch of role players who are real good, who should be good at playing team defense and stuff like that. And then they've got a couple of superstars as well. On paper, that's your yeah, that's like the prototype for big success, but they have not been able to put it together. I think
0: they've only regressed since they made the conference final, so
1: yeah, no, I'd
2: say I'd say nope,
0: not for this year, nope. Frank, nope. what about the Boston Celtics for you, mate?
2: Hope. Yeah, nope for me. Big disappointment this year, as you said, they just can't get it together on court at the moment.
0: Have to just say it today, they shot nine percent from the three point line. Boston Celtics played the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: <laughs> yeah, without without, uh, without George, Paul George and without Kawhi,
0: no one there except for an old ass Serge Barker, Terrence Mann. Eric Bledsoe. The old Cs teed up about 40-odd threes and literally three or four of them went in and two of them were by Grant Williams.
1: Not much to look forward to. Celtics, nope. Next team is the New York Knicks. And you were saying nope. Uh, I'm saying nope. Uh, and I don't really want to say nope, but just the signs aren't good.
0: 17 and 18, sitting just under 500. Ninth in the Eastern Conference as we record this. You don't think there any chance to make waves in the playoffs? Do they make the playoffs,
1: or they probably scrape in? They've got pieces there that are real good, but uh, the additions, I, I, yeah, the additions haven't worked out the way that they probably wanted to, right?
0: Those guys haven't been that effective. Kemba's forced to play now because everyone else is out, but and and they just lost Derek Rose too. He's probably their second best player, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Nope, yeah.
0: New York Knicks. Nope, Frank.
2: Nope. Same. They, you know, The players that they did get, they were hoping that it might be an answer for them, but um, it wasn't. And yeah, just, just a little, it's a little they're little band-aids over a big wound. But Randall and then outside of Randall, I mean, there's not much out there over a seven game series. So yeah, nope.
0: It looked like Randall could drag his team over the line against good teams last year, especially the way they sort of went in the playoffs. But... Nope. Unfortunately the Knicks, not this year. What about the Washington Wizards? Maddie,
1: hope or no? Nope? I think it's hope. Got a whole bunch of dudes there who are keen to prove themselves who are playing real hard. Well, you look at their roster and I think that's a really well balanced sort of team. You know, they're not stacked too stacked in just one area. They've got players all over the place. So you
0: know, you know we were talking in an earlier podcast about
1: Spencer Dimwitty. How do you think
0: he's working out?
1: From, just from the stats and the highlights He's going really good.
0: Initially, I, I would have agreed with you. More recently, he's fallen the fuck off. I, I, it's a nut yeah. for me for this team. I think it was a little bit of an anomaly them having a winning record earlier in the year. I think the schedule helped them a little bit. They did beat some decent teams, but I don't give them any hope, really, for maybe the playing game. That's about as good as they are for me. Frank?
2: Um, I'll give them a small amount of hope. They did show us at the start of the season that they can play a good brand of ball. Uh, But as you said, Dinwiddie's dropped off and, you know, that's caused the whole team to drop off basically. So, uh, you know, if they can find that winning formula, there is – some small hope, but they'll make the playoffs, but um, I don't think they'll uh, get past first round.
0: they trade bill you reckon, if they start dropping down in the standings?
2: Would you want to trade him? I mean, there's not much. Yeah, I don't know. That That's a real hard call.
0: I think they should give him up to us for Jason Tatum. Next team is the Charlotte Hornets. I love this fucking team, man. Big hope. I love them. I love the way they play. A lot of mistakes, but a lot of really cool shit. Happens too, and these guys play hard, man. They play high energy basketball, and I think that puts teams that play slower it puts them off from the start. They don't want to play that fast. Old guys like uh, LeBron don't want to be running forty minutes a game, and that's the way the Hornets play. Matt, what do you reckon of the Charlotte Hornets? Hope?
1: Or... Yeah, yeah, no,
2: they're young, up and coming, and there's big hope there. Frank, much hope for the Charlotte Hornets, or nope? There's hope. Young team, they said they run hard, they play hard. Probably lacking a bit of experience, but uh, definitely hope. Good at home. The Charlotte Hornets, not
0: so good on the road, but hopefully they they improve that. As the season goes on, they sit about 6th, 7th now in the Eastern Conference. Big hope for me, though. I think they could upset a few teams in the playoffs. Next team is the Philadelphia 76ers, sans Ben Simmons, still, as we record this, not likely to play for the rest of the year. Frank, uh, yeah, Frank, hope or nope for
1: the Sixers? Nope. Yep, nope for me.
0: No hope for Doc Rivers titties?
2: <laughs> None. Matt. <laughs> nah, they're fucking sagging all over the place. The Doc Rivers titties. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking Embed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking outside of N-bird, you don't. there's not much fuck there. N-bird. But fucking Embed anyway, too.
0: I don't think he drags a team through a series to win against anybody. Do you,
1: Matt? No. No. There's no chance of that. <laughs> They suck.
0: Next team is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Unfortunately, we heard that Ricky Rubio is done for the season. So, unfortunately, it's a nope for me due to that, uh, Matt.
1: Yeah, I'd say nope as well. But I'd like what they're doing. I think that they're they're on the verge of a uh, of hope.
0: There's certainly hope beyond this year for the Cavs, right? But I'm yeah. Uh, we're focusing on this year. If I'm looking, who's gonna. Win playoff series, um, yeah, unfortunately no for the Cavs, mainly because Rubio's out.
2: Yeah, I Great. agree. I, I say nope, but things are looking good for them. They, uh, they'll be a good team in years to come. It's nope, but future looks bright. Yeah. So buy them all sunglasses.
0: All right, four more teams to go. Miami Heat are the next team. Obviously, I'm going to say there's hope for this team. We saw in earlier games this year when they had everyone out that they were still able to be super competitive against good teams and even get wins. I think that carries through the rest of the year, no matter how they get hit with injury and other stuff, they always, well, they had a disappointing year last year, Miami. I think they're pretty focused on going much better this year. What do you reckon, Matt?
1: Yeah. No, I, mean, I love what they're doing. Love their style of play. Love the guys they got in their roster, even when they're, you know, decimated, they bring guys in and they, they still play that hard nosed defense. They rebound. They do all the basics really,
2: really, really well. So I, I
0: Frank, do you know anything about that P.J. Tucker injury?
2: No, I haven't heard anything about that.
0: Uh, I heard he got injured the other day, which I think, you know, if they lose him for the year, I think that really hurts him. But providing he's he's good to go, big hope for the Miami Heat. They could certainly upset some teams in the playoffs and make the finals, I think. But probably they're, they're probably not odds-on favourite. Uh, next team is the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo.
2: Bucky did that well.
0: They're the reigning champs, so hope. I think they can definitely do it again with what they've got there now. What do you reckon, Frank?
2: Yeah, they'll be uh, decimated with the injuries this year, and uh, they'll be – hopefully they get fucking right with the injuries, and they'll be the sleeping giant because – Giannis will fucking play. You know he's going to play hard in the playoffs. So Chuck and Milton and fucking Holiday and Bobby Portis is playing really well for them too. They're going to be. They'll be hard to beat.
0: They proved it last year how good they were. Obviously, I think they can win it again. I think they're probably still favourites to win it all. Matt, would you agree with that, or do you have someone yeah, else?
1: Yeah. No, no. I think they're red hot favourites, mate. I, I... I think that a lot of people are fawning over some other teams. The Bucks are keeping their head down and getting to business. And, uh, yeah, no, for that reason, I think there, there is, again, hope, huge hope there.
0: Huge hope for them to take it all out again, as they did last year. Giannis performing unbelievably well in the playoffs, playing super hard, possibly not at 100% either, playing through injury and drop them 50 on teams. So as long as they got a guy who can do that, they're every chance. Now, Frank, hope or no nope for the Chicago Bulls? and hope. Let's let's just talk winning the finals for them because they're sitting second in the East at the moment, 22-10. and 10. they got DeMar DeRozan. They've got the greatest white man alive, Alex Caruso. How can they fail, right? The uh,
2: They've been a real surprise packet for me this year. I didn't think they'd be playing as well, but... Um but fuck, they've been playing really well on both ends of the court. Lonzo Ball, his defence, you know, is is uh, averaging one point five blocks a game and a steal per game, which no point guard in history has done thus far. Um, he's been a great addition. The Bulls have shown that uh, they've really missed him the last couple of games. Levine as well. I mean, he's offensively he's been playing great as he normally does, but defensively he's picked it up. He's a thousand times better than what he was last season. DeRozan, he's got to be top five MVP contention right now. Mister Fourth Quarter, fucking leads the NBA in points in the fourth quarter at the moment. Great addition. Uh, you know, Vucevic, he's a bit of a slump, but playing really well. The big Gucci off the bench. Is that what I they mean, call him down there,
0: Frank? Big Gooch?
2: Big Gooch? Big Vooch? Oh, I don't know what they call him down there, but they fucking love him, i tell you that. That's what I've heard they call him down
0: there, Big Gucci. <laughs> Nick Voochavich.
2: Oh, I'll tell you right now, he'd have big balls. No Gooch down there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the bench player's been really good. I mean, they're they're hustling hard. They're playing hard. Ayo's been sensational um you know kobe white has just come back i mean he came back from shoulder injury and then he got COVID, so it's it's, he's still adjusting to the the play he's normally used to having a lot of the ball a lot lot of the time but it's not so much with this team so he's still learning how to play with that so once he hits that stride he's going to be great for us to coming off the bench i think they could they could make the you don't back him to win it no Ooh. To all those journalists
0: who, prior to the season starting, bagged Chicago's decision to trade for DeMar DeRozan. I mean, how wrong were they? I mean, how wrong can people be about that? People were speculating that was the the worst off-season trade that that happened. What do you want to say to those guys, Frank?
2: A big fuck you, Bleacher Report, <laughs> fucking useless cunts.
0: Matt, what do you think uh, about the Bulls' chances for winning it all?
2: Well, Frank has
1: uh, said it beautifully there. I think it's uh, one of, the, you know, this season's great success story. You know, some just some beautiful work there by their front office and GM and all that sort of stuff. Personally, I think there's hope. I think that, uh, you know, we, we've seen in the last few seasons that anything can happen, things are changing all the time, and I think that the Bulls are in there right in the mix.
0: I think they're a big, big chance, big hope for me. They've been through all the protocol stuff. Get all the team back together for the second half of the season. Let's go. I'd just be if I was them I'd be like let's win this fuck everybody
1: yeah the time is now
0: exactly 100% Frank I'm I'm on
2: board I'd love to fucking see him win this year that'd be no the ball's going very well I'm
0: really glad at least one of us have a decent horse in the race this year because I certainly do not with the Boston Celtics the last team on our list is the Brooklyn Nets I'm still gonna say hope I think they can still win it they've got guys to Come back too. They've been hit pretty hard early on. They're not the favourite, but big hope for me, Matt. Hope or no?
1: Yeah, easily there's hope there.
0: Kyrie's going to play games.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to see how that works. I mean, I think just without him, I think that they're they could go really, really far. Again, they've got they've put a they've got a couple of superstars and they've put a really good team around and at times has been decimated as well, but they have still managed to play really hard and get wins. So I think that, what's his name, uh, Brown? And is it, uh, no, is it Bembry? Bembry, Bembry. Both of those dudes play their roles beautifully for them. And, and of course, Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills. Uh, Yeah, the ultimate ultimate professional basketballer. So This uh, this fucking
0: guy has played out of his mind this year. Big shout out to Paddy Mills, greatest basketball, uh, Australian, I was just going to say greatest basketballer of all time.
1: Yeah, it might be a bit much, but... uh, Yeah, I think that's overstating
0: it. But uh, certainly Australia's greatest basketballer of all time. In my mind, what he's done this year has proven it. True, there's been guys out. Curry hasn't been there. Harden's missed games. Durant's missed games. But Paddy, like you said, Matt, just the ultimate professional. Comes in, does his job, outperforms like what anyone expects of him. That's what I think he does. He goes out there. People say, yeah, hey, they just say, go do your thing, Patty, because whatever they tell him, he's going to outperform that anyway.
1: Yeah, whether it's three minutes or 30 minutes, you know that you're getting 100% from from him. He's just he's been doing some beautiful work this season.
0: Frank, would you concur with that? With the Brooklyn Nets, have, have you got hope, or do you think the uh, the Bulls are a, a better chance than the Nets to not only make the NBA Finals but win it?
2: Definitely hope for the Nets, but the Bulls have beat Brooklyn twice so far this year. Uh, it's gonna be interesting how Irving fits into the team if uh, yeah, if he plays all the away games. And I mean, he's started practicing with them, and he's been already be- been hit with a COVID protocol. And Patty fucking meals. I mean, what what else can you say about him? Like he scored thirty points the other game. He started the other day, right? They were
0: missing Durant and Harden. He got the start. He shot like eight threes and dropped thirty odd points.
2: He's been a fucking great pickup. And you know, if he if Brooklyn gets in the playoffs and if he can play well at home and then when they play the away games, Kyrie comes in and does his bit as well. I mean, they're gonna be hard to beat. And
0: given that Patty
2: is the professional that he is, you know he's not that's
0: not gonna affect him at all. Kyrie comes in, takes his spot for the away games. He's not hes not going to give a shit. He's going to be on the sideline clapping him on, going, yeah, go, Kyrie. Like, yeah. respect that guy so much. hes He's just got the best attitude about playing in the NBA.
2: Brooklyn are definitely beatable. I don't think their bench is that great.
0: Yeah, see what they get out of Aldridge and Griffin down the stretch. I think these guys probably break down a little bit.
2: And they've got Millsap
1: as well. We forget about that. They've got a heap of they've got Griffin, they've got uh, they've got some veterans there. It would be interesting to see what they can get out of them. I think they've been really well coached.
0: Exactly. Nash is a good coach.
1: Yeah. The Drew was out of and when it first it was announced, I was like, ooh, okay. I think that he's proven himself to be a good coach.
0: I would agree with that. Absolutely. Frank?
2: Yeah, I agree too. Nash a good coach. Yep. Great. That's great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean if you take away Kyrie from that team and uh they're still on top of the the, the uh, conference. So Well,
0: I think I think like Matt said, we saw in games where Durant and Harden were out, the guys that stepped in and played, stepped right in and and did a job for them and performed well. I think that's you can attribute a lot of that to the coaching, right?
2: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. You don't have a good coach and you end up like the like, Lakers. Shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean he can he can clearly uh, articulate a message to the modern player, which is uh, which is harder than ever. You know, it's not like the old days where you just scream and yell and That's stamp your feet.
0: Can't get away with that no more.
1: No, nah, yeah. So he, the way that he can communicate, he's communicated his message. I think is, is man, he he's done an excellent
2: job. I think as well, like with, with Steve Nash, with how he played with Phoenix and with the fucking you know the battered eye and chili he played with, it's. That commands respect. So, you know, I think that, you know, the players look up to him and go, you know, we're going to fucking listen to what he says. True, very true, yeah. He
0: he was the sort of guy when he played that was more than happy for other people's success. I think that he carries that through to his coaching and I think that's another reason he's so well-liked and been pretty successful so far. It'd be interesting to see him, you know, with a, uh, you know, chuck him down in Detroit and see if he can coach them out of a out of a funk.
1: Or well, yeah, I guess coaching Sacramento is, or something. is a lot easier when you've got, you know, people in the top 10 of the all-time yeah. NBA players. So. Yeah,
0: Hall of Fame players probably and Duran and Harden. Yeah, well, you know, Curry you need talent probably. to win though. There has to be something more than just talent because, yeah, the Celtics are proof of that. Also yeah. for talent, can't get it together. Uh, so that's it. That's all thirty teams year to date. Thanks everybody for listening to us this year. and the support has been really, really great so far. So we're just ramping things up even more next year, I reckon. That's it for me fellas. Uh, got a, got anything you wanna you want to say there at the end? Any memorable moments or
1: uh, no, no, I'd, I'd just to wish you both a, a happy new year and uh, thanks thanks for all the great hoop talk and uh, look forward to more of it.
0: More and more of it in 2022. Frank, thank you yeah. very much for all your uh, contributions this year. And you too, of course, Matt. Both of you guys have been really, really awesome. Frank the Oracle, polish up that crystal ball, my friend. Uh, it's going to get a workout in 2022. Anything you want to say about uh, the year so far?
2: Yeah, I just want to say Happy New Year to you guys and to all our listeners too. And uh, it's been a fucking a ball. Doing this and uh Yeah <laughs> me fucking me fucking
0: Oh that was so funny. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant writing. Sorry, <laughs> was that a joke or I
2: don't know. Could have been said you had a ball. It's a basketball podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that quick. <laughs> Um, I am reading, I am getting into the fucking Pippin book too. Uh, yeah, what are
0: we going to hear about the Scotty Pippin?
2: Yeah, I'm yeah, so, uh, looking forward to, uh, mate, when you finish that, I'm looking
1: forward to asking you some some very uh, loaded questions.
2: Read a couple of chapters and he's fucking, he's talking about his second year with the Bulls, so yeah, it's getting through it, but yeah, it looks like most of the book is going to be about the 90s, so that's going to be a really interesting read.
0: I think we dedicate an episode to just talking about that book.
2: Yep. The amount of it he spends. Ugh. Oh my
0: Alright, that's been the Garbage Time podcast for twenty twenty one and uh we'll see everyone next year.
2: See you, see
0: ya. Peace.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty long, yeah.